Hey everybody, welcome back to Finance in a Flash. We have a special episode and interview for today. We have Erin Campbell. Uh, she's the last one of the group to do a uh, personalized interview, I guess. So Erin, um, how are you doing today? How do you feel about it? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, you know, so Chip interviewed me for mine. I interviewed him. I interviewed John. I interviewed Stephanie. And you're kind of uh, on new territory here. Yeah, it feels a little weird, but um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Um, okay, so um, I guess let's start out with, you know, kind of your background. So where did you grow up? Where did you go to college? And kind of that. Yeah, so I'm a native of North Carolina. I uh, grew up in Sanford. North Carolina, which is about an hour south of Raleigh, and it's pretty much a small town. I wasn't born there, which I always like to say. Um, make the make the clarification. I have to make a clarification. I was born in Wilmington, but I grew up there. And I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, it's just so that I won't say I'm born and bred there. Yeah, I was just yeah, bred gotcha. there. I, I lived there pretty much my whole life. Yeah. So. Gotcha. So um, so where do you go to college? So I went to UNC Chapel Hill right out of high school. Go Tar Heels. Uh, go Tar Heels. I was uh, in the marching band there. A lot of people may not know that. Uh, played alto saxophone. And um, it was a lot of fun because I was actually there, so I'm dating myself a little bit, but I was there in the first Mac Brown era, and I was also there in the Dean Smith era. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all can do the math on yeah, that's that. Yeah, that was a pretty good era to be in for sports, though. Yeah, no, we got to go to all the football games, all the basketball games. It was pretty fun. Um, I actually uh, wasn't there when Roy Williams was there, but uh, I was in the Bill Guthridge era as yeah. well. So. so not a bad era. No, not bad. Um, okay, so um, tell me about your family. Kids, husband. Yeah, um, been married... Quite a long time. I have, and you have met to do the Ronald math. in the marching band? Well, so he actually is from Sanford as well. Okay. So we met in high school, but gotcha. uh, dated kind of through college. Uh, got married out of college. Have two kids. Uh, Emma is 18 um, and a freshman at East Carolina in yeah. Greenville. And then um, I have a 15-year-old, Rachel, who is a sophomore. How does it feel that one of your kids is kind of out of the house now? Well, it's weird because you don't actually stop parenting them. Yeah. But um, it's kind of, it's it's like when you went from having one kid to two and it doubled the work. Yeah. We've halved the work in a way. Like, you know, we're kind of on this, uh, heading towards an empty nest. It's kind of nice. You've just got one kid to get places and uh, worry about what time they've got activities and things like that. So it's been kind of been yeah. kind of interesting and it is interesting because i think a lot of people i knew when i was in college like me and my parents actually kind of got a little closer because it's like you're not there every day telling them what to do or like you know doing this and doing that but it's like they're on their own now they actually like we're at home they might feel like okay i don't need any help i got this but once they're on their own it's kind of a little a little yeah. bit different dynamic well it's been weird because you know she's obviously starting college in covid era and um there's been a lot of yeah. uh, anxiety around you know I've got to meet new people, but then I'm worried about uh, COVID. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think she's enjoying it, and we're talking a lot more than um, 
I honestly thought we would. Yeah. Um, I, so when I went to college, we didn't have cell phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> all right, see you in four years. Yeah. And in fact, my brother and I were laughing about this. My parents gave me uh, like a 1-800 number to call them on because they didn't want long distance charges <laughs> on the dorm phone and that they would have to pay. Yeah. So they like signed up for this 1-800 number. And so we had to call that and we basically had to call like one day a week. Um, and it was all scheduled now with texting and yes. everything else. You hear from them all the time. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, so a very interesting, uh, rather unfortunate, which I guess is now is fortunate thing happened to uh, Ronald, your your husband, this past year. Maybe you've, you want to, I know a lot of our clients know, but someone listening or wondering about the firm might not know about that situation. Yeah. Well, we entered COVID like everybody else and, you know, during lockdown and all this, but he'd been having some issues with kind of catching his breath for a while. And ultimately by September or October of uh, 2020, we'd gotten the diagnosis that he had interstitial lung disease, which I think is kind of a catch all. I'm not a doctor, but um, basically what was going to happen is he was going to have to eventually get a lung transplant. We honestly thought that we could delay it for a while, but um, I think other plans were it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so by December, January of 2021, we were um, basically on the list. And he waited three weeks, and we had one dry run. But then in February 2021, he actually had a total double lung transplant, which is really strange. And yeah, it's I not remember, yeah. <laughs> something that we thought we would yeah. be dealing with. We but don't recommend that to everybody. No. Um, but it's amazing. Science is amazing. It's amazing what they can do. And he's actually doing really, really well. So um, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I think, uh, I think he's got a new, you guys have a new hobby with the, with a little Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a little advertising. Yeah. Yeah. Look, this, they're not paying us for yeah. this, unfortunately. Maybe we should get some advertising dollars for yeah, that. Yeah, no. No, I've been working out uh, five days a week probably for a couple of years now. And um, with COVID, we just, and he's high risk, obviously. So we just yeah. felt like I couldn't go to the gym and, and do all that the way I wanted to do it. And ultimately, this past summer, I was like, hey, we got to figure this out. And we got a Peloton and he is riding that bike <laughs> a lot, which is yeah. great because they actually want you to do that yeah, because exactly. you're trying to expand and use your new lungs. So for all you guys out there that need to cardiovascular, yeah. it works. Um, but I'm using it too, so yeah. it's, it's good. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. It's definitely, I know it was a scary time for us, but I mean, I couldn't imagine it being in your position. I don't think I would have. She was at work pretty much. I don't think I, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> well, work was, it was good because it was a decent yeah. distraction. Yeah. Um, it was enough going on to like where I just felt like I needed to have, think about other things. Yeah, so exactly. yeah, I mean, I really didn't take any time off even when he was in the hospital. He was only in the hospital 13 days after surgery, which is most it's people crazy, are there yeah. like two, you know, three weeks, sometimes usually a month or two. Um, so we were really lucky that. But yeah, even when he was in the hospital, I was working just because it's something to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, and that's it's truly incredible where he's at now and everything. So, yeah. um, all right, well, transitioning, I, I think that's a lighter note, and on a good <laughs> note, but transitioning a little bit. Um, so, you know, kind of your personal background, what's been going on lately, um, and kind of shift that into why you wanted to be a financial planner you know what was it you know you know chip he kind of knew in high school this is something i want to do myself i didn't really figure out i went into college for sports marketing i didn't really figure out until senior in college really i was like okay maybe financial planning for me at what point you know was that your thought yeah i mean i think i was interested in financial literacy okay, or yeah. financial 
understanding the basics of financial planning, even I can remember back um, in high school, somebody gave me a book or something and I remember reading it and being interested in it, but not really knowing that that was a career. Yeah. Um, my mom, I think was pretty good at talking to me about money things and um, trying to help me think about budgeting even in college. So some of those things came to play. I went to college as a math major, mm-hmm. so um, but I took some physics and higher level math courses that just, I bombed. And so I applied to the business school and then I took my first accounting class and I realized, oh my gosh, accounting is really cool. And (laughs) you know, (laughs) I've never said that. I've never said that. You never heard other people, you never heard anybody else say that, but accountants will tell you that it's like learning a different language and you know, everything balances out. It it has all the qualities of math in my opinion, but it's kind of its own language. And So I took a lot of accounting classes and then from there, you know, I didn't, I thought I wanted to work in finance and accounting. I didn't really know that, honestly, I didn't know that financial planning or, or, you know, financial advice was in my, in my, you know, the way I was going to go until I got my first job and it was a financial planning firm. I just sort of lucked into it, to be honest. Yeah, no, And that's, you know, that's maybe a lot of people get into it, but that's a good kind of kind of background. So from there, okay, now I'm a financial planner. I'm at a firm. Is You know, how did you and Chip meet and, and kind of form Beacon from that? Yeah. So we met, um, the very first job I had was at a financial planning firm right out of college. He already worked there, had been there a few years. Um, we knew that we worked well together after a couple of months or even a couple of years. And we had, um, the same philosophy, but differing interests. So he's more of the investment guy, more of the tax person. And so it kind of worked together real well. And so we kind of went off in late 2004, early 2005 and started Beacon and uh, the rest is history. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's great. And um, I, I guess, you know, I asked Chip the same question, but, you know, once you establish Beacon and, you know, now that it's established for 16 years, yeah. I think so. Yeah, maybe 17. Maybe 17. Yeah. Um, where do you see, you know, Beacon going? Or I guess what's what's your vision um, in the future? Yeah, I mean, I think for us, we just have always wanted to build a firm where we're helping lots of people, where we're helping not only our clients, but we're helping new employees and in their careers and having a career path and having a way forward and, and building a firm that can continue to grow and build different advisory teams, different specialties. I mean, I think that long-term, that would be the goal, um, just to help as many people as possible. So it's just about, you know, trying to do that in the most efficient manner possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's, again, a great a great point, and that's something to, you know, advertise and to, like, you know, talk about a lot because I think that's a good, good, good vision, a good reason. And we actually recorded another podcast with uh, me, Chip, and Aaron. First time all of us, you know, we're on the same podcast. And uh, it's it's more in-depth. It's a little longer, just kind of the history of Beacon, how it got started, how it formed, you know, how we see it going forward, and, you know, a little bit more in-depth uh, process on that, which I think is a pretty good episode. Yeah, I think so. Um, and that's also on, you know, where you're listening to this right now, um, you know, iTunes, Spotify, our website, all the above. So, Again, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Aaron, thanks for joining. Yep, it was fun. And uh, everybody, uh, see you next time.